This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. And welcome to the Eye on the U podcast, Miami Herald, Miami Hurricanes podcast. I'm David Wilson. I'm joined, as always, on the other line. She's ready for college football season. It's Susan Miller-Degnan, our Hurricanes beat writer here at yes. the Herald. Susan, it is game day, um, at least when this yep. episode goes up. It is game day. Really, it's game day. We're talking Thursday uh, early evening. We both wanted to get this done uh, in time to watch <laughs> Florida, Utah tonight. A couple other good games. Nebraska. It's not Minnesota. Utah, is it? That's the U. Don't they do it with like the, I think the single uh, fingers? <laughs> no, um, they do like this or something like this. Yeah, they do the single like fingers, I think, instead yeah. of the full hand. Um, which which the, the um, I don't know, what I, the, the, I don't know what you would call them, but some people do that for UM and you know they're not real. Yeah, yeah. They're, not, um, they're not the real Miami. <laughs> we'll get to the real Miami a little later on. Um, imposters, imposters. We've got um we got obviously a lot to talk about this week. Uh season kicks off on Friday night, 7 p.m. Miami versus Miami at Hard Rock Stadium. Um as we said, college football is back. Uh games will already be in the books i mean i guess games are already but you know the week one is will have already kicked off by the time people are listening to this um we will obviously dive into a little bit of miami ohio um a little later on we're also going to kind of like do a bigger picture canes preview sort of thing uh but let's start i guess with the news of the week which is the status of tyler van dyke uh that's obviously been the hot topic after uh kane sport reported um that he is dealing with a finger injury um the party line coming out of coral gables from everyone asked about it has been a hundred percent um so we'll we'll see exactly what his status is again it's miami of ohio so i think if it's if he's not perfect it's not a bad time to be imperfect you got to just get ready for that texas a&m game but um no one seems overly concerned there at least not public facing right i mean I think he's playing. He's sort yeah, of, he's I'd named, be shocked. I'd be shocked if he yeah, doesn't. Me play. too. They just named him the captain. Yeah. Um. And uh, I mean, they don't have to fake out Miami of Ohio. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, you know, I, I mean, Tyler's going to play. Um. I don't disbelieve the reports at all because yep. I know I've talked to multiple people, inside, outside, and you know, uh, it's a matter of the extent of uh, the injury or whatever you want to call it, the soreness or the, after he banged his hand. I mean, we weren't there. Remember, we have not seen anything for a long time. It's been a couple weeks at least. The scrimmage the last time? Oh, yeah. Actually, actually, yeah. The yeah. scrimmage was awesome. The scrimmage was really fun. That was that was the only real time we got right. to to see them otherwise it was you know you and i were some i was at all the practices uh but 
the practices, the viewing was like uh, stretching, right? They call it flex. Right. And then, and then we got to see like another 10 minutes, but toward, as we got more into fall camp, we really, they were booting us out early. Um, it was basically stretching and a little bit of throwing. And then they stopped letting us see any kind of even position drills. We, we didn't really see other than throwing the ball into a, into a target or something like that for quarterbacks. So we really haven't, we haven't seen much, you know? So yeah. all these reports that we, we haven't seen the players. Yeah. So uh, hard to really know. Um, right. Again, it's Miami of Ohio. Like, I'm I'm not you know it's a hand it's a finger injury like it happened you know guys bang their hands on helmets every year right like it's obviously well, not ideal that it's happened whatever early in the season but like you know Nixon it's a it's it's the kind of thing that if it was in the middle of the season I don't think like would be you know it'd be a, a story but you know there's just not a whole lot else to talk about right now. Oh, uh, I mean I agree, but I'm always uh, it, I'm always a little more worried about that kind of stuff because i i think first of all it's it's always going to be underplayed whatever it is that happened mm-hmm. either underplayed or overplayed by the reports i'm not sure which but i kind of i mean if you bang your hand it just it just depends you yeah. bang your thumb, i mean yeah what isn't it famously jacory harris was like never the same after yeah i mean you bang, you bang your hand supposedly it was his thumb or that area of his thumb i mean if you're a quarterback, you need your thumb. You're gripping the ball. I'm not trying to make yeah. a bigger deal out of it like fans think. I'm not. I just uh, – I think it's a reality of it, you know. I just hope he's okay because he's he's a great guy. He's a He was an excellent quarterback in 2021. Horrible things happened last year. Poor guy played probably when he should not have played mm-hmm. towards the end. And um, he was a trooper, man. It really, really yeah. – went through a lot. So I think he, I'm looking forward to seeing him, you know, at a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so. And I guess the, you know, the other reason that we talk about this is just because of the injuries he had last year. Right. And we, we, we saw firsthand how important he is to this team. Um, not that the team was oh, yeah. incredible when he was out there, but you know, they, yeah, but they, he, they may they make a bowl game if he's the quarterback, right? They probably well, win yeah. a couple more games. Not uh, only that, now they have a team that's much, I think, better. Yeah, so better team and a um a thinner quarterback room. You know, obviously Jakari is more experienced than he was this time a year ago. But this time a year ago, we thought Jake Garcia was the backup quarterback, and obviously he's now in Missouri. So, you know, right. the the backup quarterback situation is you've got Jakari, who's interesting, right? Still, I know it's you know. His spring has been, or his preseason, when we've seen him, not been like overwhelmingly impressive. And and um, again, it's just preseason practice, but whatever. Um, yeah. And obviously, there there you know he was mixed. Results were mixed with him last year. Um, and then Emory Williams is the other quarterback who like. Yeah, so true freshman. He's the, he's the Jakari. Yeah, I... Like Jakari was remember Jakari was kind of the third guy last year. That's Emory's in that Jakari position and. Um, you know, I know recruiting rankings at this point, like, don't mean everything, but Jakari was a pretty highly ranked quarterback. Emery, like, you know, I, 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 although I think he's been impressive, it's not like he can't, can't comes in with the same pedigree that, um, you know, Jakari did, Jake did, Tyler did. Like, there, there's, there's question marks. There's more question marks behind Tyler than I think there were a year ago. Beyond. Behind more, Tyler. More question marks behind oh, him. The backup situation. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. I, I, I'm feeling good about Emery, but he's a freshman. He's a freshman, yeah. Freshman, and we don't know what's going to happen if he gets in there. Uh, Jakari, we kind of know more. We know he's, uh, we know what he's really great at, and we know what he's struggled at, which is passes. Mm-hmm. No matter how much they say he's improved, um, we, we just have to see it, you know. And I don't. I'm not from people. I don't know from people I've heard. He, he might have struggled a little again with his accuracy. Yeah, I mean, we saw him in the, the again. The one time we saw him was the scrimmage, and um, it was you know not the most impressive performance. But again, we've also seen him the Georgia Tech game. I know Georgia Tech wasn't particularly good last year, but like you know that was something. That was that was something to like draw from. Uh, so uh, hopefully Tyler's fine. I expect, like you said, we'd both be shocked if he doesn't play. Um, everyone around the program says he's fine. So, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're both rooting a little bit just to see him play because we know how good he can be and haven't gotten to see it in a while. By the way, uh, we talked last week about his jujitsu training. Um, <laughs> and, and, and two, and two, I, and I said, I, I said, I hadn't read Daniel's story anything about what Tua did in the offseason but uh the exact same storyline with the with the two quarterbacks just pretty funny it it is it is pretty funny actually you're right I, I started laughing when I saw it so so um we'll see if, if my if Tua and, and Tyler both have big years every quarterback will be going to get jujitsu training <laughs> next offseason true that might be the, might be the secret to really uh, everlasting life as a quarterback <laughs> Uh, real quick, um, let's talk about the the battle of Miami, uh, Miami versus Miami. The battle for the real Miami, as you uh, the confusion bowl, as you cited in your yep. advance to a seventy uh, year old uh, Atlanta Journal Constitution story. Right? Was that where you got it? Where the, where the name originated from? <laughs> Not Atlanta Journal. I I did learn that the Atlanta Journal merged. With the customer. oh, it was oh, just the, it was Atlanta, Journal. the Atlanta Journal. I had oh, okay. That yes, I just now I'm really. I yeah. just I just put the Constitution there in my brain. Yeah, me too. That's um, why I looked it up. Uh, anyway, the the not. I don't think we need to preview a whole lot of this game. Although I was uh, interested to learn that Miami of Ohio's quarterback is Brett Gabbert, Blaine Gabbert's brother. Right, that was right. The, the relationship. Yeah, um, his older yeah. brother, uh, former. Top ten pick, I think, was Blaine Gabbert. Um, and of Missouri? course, Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, right? Missouri. He was good. Went to the yeah. Jags and never really panned out. Um, but uh, obviously, the story of the week was him getting asked uh, up in Oxford, Ohio. Someone asked, uh, "The real Miami is where?" Uh, and he said, "Oxford, Ohio." Um, and, yeah, he uh, said. They said, and and, and you know whatever. Uh, they said the real, but yeah, the real Miami is where, and then they, the reporter started saying, uh, Pearl uh Gables. And Pearl Gables, uh, <laughs> and they started saying, you know, or Oxford, and, they, and then Gabbard said, nope, Oxford, Ohio. So um, I, I liked him there. And he said, I think we'll show him September 1st, which was uh, great. Miami <laughs> for their part, really kind of like not dignifying it, at least in the press, right? Cam Kinchins, uh, Ruben Bain, both kind of blew the comments off. Um, so they don't totally. need extra motivation um i'm sure they all saw the clip yeah i was i was just gonna say it's one of those uh you know be cool in public but look what they said about us yeah exactly Uh, Um, or yeah whatever i think i think um (laughs) uh they're gonna you know 
their their big brother here, right? They're not going to dignify that with a response. But um, you know, after they win, if they win, assuming they win, um, right? I wouldn't be surprised if there's like some Twitter post or something uh, about oh, it, or um, someone sacks him and puts a little extra oh, extra little yeah. mustard on it. Like even if there's um, no Twitter posts, there's going to be some kind of post yeah. or a video yeah, of them celebrating you. in the locker room or something about it. You know, like. They, they know about it. Uh, it is a fun wrinkle to this whole thing because if not, this would be it's really fun. kind of a boring, like whatever Miami versus a Mac team. I mean, the Miami Miami is like, was fun enough as it was. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a nice little wrinkle to throw in. Um, but you know, maybe, but, uh, maybe this but, can become me the start of a beautiful rivalry, a beautiful <laughs> random, I love uh, it. like play them every year. I love it. But you know, um, actually, you know, when I looked up stuff about Brett Gabbert, mm-hmm. um, he very interesting kind of like parallel with with tbd um so last year he only played in four games um and he he hurt in the opener against kentucky he had a good game i think and he hurt his uh, very badly his clavicle and he Mm -hmm. had to have surgery okay after that and then he came back actually i think he came back the same day october 22nd that tbd that tyler red dyke um injured his shoulder um, you know, Tyler, UM was playing Duke. And uh anyway, so Gabbard came back October 22nd, but then I think like three games later, maybe, um, he he hurt his ankle. He did something with his ankle. Um, and uh let's see here. He said it said uh da, da, da. Uh, clavicle injury yeah, yeah. state ankle injury okay sorry that ended his season so he only played in four games last year right but in 2000 and then t- of course you know tyler just two games he basically didn't play last year at the end right. and he hurt himself october 22nd so he missed the, the second half of the season but then in 2021 both quarterbacks had their best seasons I, I, gabbard started 10 games he finished the season with 20 2648 yards and 26 touchdowns with six interceptions, right? So Van Dyke uh, finished that year, 2021, uh, 2,931 yards um, with 25 touchdowns and six interceptions. Now, I know they play different competition, but I thought that was pretty cool. A very, very similar type of stats. Um, so, I mean, I, don't, I, don't, I think Gabbard. Yeah, he's like he's a talent. He's a good player. I don't know if he's like you know. I, I think about when Miami. I was watching was it the Dolph. I think Dolphins. Who were they playing in the preseason? Falcons. Um, and Logan Woodside was was in at quarterback for the Falcons. And I was thinking about when he he was at Toledo and played against Miami. I don't know if this is that situation, but Gabbard's a good player. And yeah, um, you know, I'm not going to pretend to know a lot about Miami of Ohio on here. Um, but you know, Mac is not horrible competition, right? Like pretty good, like. The two you should be playing in week one, unless you got a big marquee game. So, um, yeah, it'll be a nice little test, I think, for Miami's defense. Okay, uh, like we said, this is our last episode before the regular season starts. So, uh, let's do like a little season preview. We obviously have done bits and pieces of it uh, last week. I think we did a pretty good rundown, just like of the entire roster and what to kind of expect position by position. So if you missed that, uh, be sure to check that out. It's a nice little, I think, companion piece to what we're going to close out with here. Um, Let's make some predictions. Um, Not necessarily go game by game, but um, 
should we start with the like big picture or do you want to do some of the individual let's let's start big picture i guess and then we'll 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 go more uh refined as we go on um first one i got uh how many wins for miami this year the obvious one where 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 we think i mean okay i i think it's it's either going to be eight and four or nine and three if i had to pick one i would say eight and four um but I'm just saying now, okay, that it could be nine and three. I, I, I don't see, I've seen some people, a couple of people say 10 and two. I, I just don't see 10 and two. I it's don't. It's going to be hard. You'd have to like yeah. not mess up and you'd have to beat North Carolina. If it's 10 and two, God bless them. Okay. That would be an amazing turnaround. Yeah. Okay. But I, I see more in eight and four. I mean, are you going to ask me like teams or what I'm well, thinking? All right. Yeah. Well, so I think eight and four, I'm actually looking, I'm surprised the, I'm looking at the over-unders right now on, on FanDuel, not a sponsor uh, and gambling sports gambling is illegal in Florida anyway. So, uh, but they have the over-under for Miami at seven and a half. Like it feels like a pretty good number. Like if Miami only goes seven and five, I think it'd be a disappointment. Um, yes. Again, like, so we look at the schedule like you know you're, you pencil in a loss to clemson right yes you pencil in a loss to florida state i know it's a yes. rivalry but as we've won florida state's good this year and as we've said a lot is uh that rivalry goes and runs um and right now we're in a, a florida state run they've won two in a row there after miami won four in a row i think before that like they'd won a bunch in a row four or five in a row um that rivalry goes and runs so okay 10 and two. I think anyone who says 10 and two, they're like run the table. Otherwise. Um, yeah. When was the last time you saw Miami go through not a season? Screw up. I mean, he, right. Other, even, and even not the, screw up something 20, they were supposed to win. Even 2017, they lost obviously to Pitt at the end of the year. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, the, so, I, so the yeah. other one there, I mean, North Carolina is one. They'll definitely be an underdog. I mean, like if you just looked at right now, obviously yes. I don't know what the situation is going to be and by then. At, but right now at North Carolina, Drake mm-hmm. Mesa, you it's know, really Heisman good. favorite. Um, yeah, I think they got a shot to win that game. I, 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 North Carolina's defense, I think, is probably going to be pretty terrible this year. I'm very excited to watch them play South Carolina, by the way, on Saturday night. Um, I think that'll be a, a good litmus test to see where that where both those teams are, honestly. Um, so okay, like that that would be the nine and three scenario, right? Is those are your three losses probably? Um, I, I I think, yeah. I mean, it, it, look at all of this. People have to know this is, you know, this is on paper. It doesn't mean anything, right. okay? But but we but well, from what we know, I mean, I would say FSU. If you're going to name three teams that they're going to lose to, let's say three right away, you'd say FSU, Clemson. And either North Carolina or Texas A&M. Although personally, I, I don't know. I have a, I have every time I have a good feeling about a game, the opposite happens. But I just have this, I don't know. I have to look up more about Texas A&M. Yeah. But I think UM could win, beat Texas A&M. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. So, I mean, they were they were every bit as like awful as Miami last year. Um, I know they have Bobby Petrino now. I know they have more talent based on the way they've recruited. Um, right, but yeah, this game's at home this year. Miami probably should have won that game last year. Um, just could not score in the red zone at all. Um, and fumbled a, a punt. Right, there was a, a muff punt that was very costly for them in that game. Yeah. Um, I mean, you look at the preseason ACC poll. They had Clemson one, Florida State two, North Carolina three, NC State four, Miami five. Like that means they're basically people expect 
four losses from them, right? Like you lose to those four teams ahead of you. And then you throw in, I guess, Texas A&M. That's how you get to seven if it's a seven and five year. Um, but like you said, I think it could be oh. Texas A&M. Like I don't, I think other than Clemson and Florida State, there's not a game that I look at right now and I'm like, they got no shot in that game. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think, I think that, I think, right, Clemson and FSU are the ones. They're, they're, they're clear. To, those are the clear and, top two in the ACC right now. I mean, right. obviously, and, we you don't know how it'll shake out, but we're talking. We're just, or are we just doing t- ACC now? I, I or this. No, is, I was just talking big is. picture. Yeah. So I, I mean, Texas A and M is a question mark. Although I think UM could win. You, uh-huh. uh, of course, the UNC, and I also think we're going to talk about the ACC. That Louisville also is. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I. Could be a question mark, although that a good coach. Is, but that's that's at home. I, I think that's at UM. That game. Yeah, I mean, at NC State um, is. Oh, at NC State, line. that that could be one. That's one of those that yeah. you know, whatever. I, yeah, so I it just depends on how. So much depends on injuries. Yeah, well, so much I think depends on Tyler Van Dyke, right? Like that is. Yeah. Tyler Van Dyke and probably the offensive line, right? They they played a lot of offensive linemen last year. Um, yes. You know, if, if they just have those five guys, plus who knows what happens to Zion. Is obviously, that's always the asterisk on all this. But if they get through the year unscathed with that offensive line, they should be really good. Obviously, if Tyler stays healthy all year. I agree. They I think they win eight, yeah. nine games. So they, like, they could anyone, easily right? win like, nine games. Yep, I agree. Like, if, the, if, the, if, the, if the O-line stays really healthy and it's as good as they say and Tyler stays healthy I I I definitely think they could go nine and three that's yeah. why I have both of those both of those kind of mm-hmm. in my mind yeah. I, I think in for where do you think they finish in the ACC I think they finish five and three uh yeah. I think they lose to Clemson and FSU and then that one other one they're yeah. <laughs> not supposed to lose whether it's North know. Carolina NC State Louisville. or Louisville or something yeah. crazy, right? Or like, something like Georgia Tech? No, I don't think no, so. I mean, the rest of the schedule, I mean, Virginia is pretty rough. Georgia yeah. Tech is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, um, Boston College, I think the expectations no. are going to be a little improved, but still, like. I don't think so. The only thing that makes me worried is that's that exact time slot where they lost to Pitt in 2017. I know. Right? And it's, I know. And it's at Boston Christmas College. Yeah. Oh, God. What a weekend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that would basically line them up to finish fourth in the conference, basically. What do you think? What do you think they'll go in the ACC? Yeah. I mean, I think if we both think they're going to go eight and four. Um, oh, right. It's, you know, that's like five yeah. and three in the ACC, maybe, yeah. maybe four and four if you think they lose to, uh, or if you think they beat but, um, Texas, Texas no. A&M. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're the. I think they finish. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, well, that's an. ACC. I think they finish fourth in the ACC. I think they finish behind Clemson, Florida State, and they're going to lose a game somewhere. So that drops them behind someone else. And the thing is, let's remind people that this year, right? No divisions. Oh, no division. I'm so happy about it. I, I, I like. I, it's, it's so much better. Just just take the two best teams, um, if you want to if you want to help the conference out. You know, yeah. take the two best teams to play each other. It's yeah. just not fair the other way. It's not fair. Yeah, there's basically like never been a good I, ACC championship game because of that rule. 
Um, yeah. Like, I was the best one, the Wake Pit one, a couple of years ago, and even that, I don't. Even, that just had the Kenny Pickett fake slide. That's all I remember from that game. <laughs> uh, okay, some individual <laughs> stuff. Um, or not in, but okay. Uh, three other topics I had that I wanted to hit on to kind of hit. Okay. On some of the big picture sure. stuff. Some of it we talked about last week. Um, but I think there are two positions where we've, we've talked a lot about, like, they got some interesting guys in a lot of spots, but they don't have like the one guy, um, kind of inverse. Cause I think one of these position groups is really strong. One I think is not as strong. Let's start with that one. Who do you okay. think leads this team in receiving yards? I didn't do receptions. Cause I think Xavier Restrepo is like, definitely going to lead the team in catches if he stays healthy, but yards yeah, is I, a different question. It's funny. Uh, you know, I was looking at the stats and I'm like, okay, I know this sounds so funny. If I, if I would say, is it X Xavier or is it Colby Young? Who's the, the six, five big guy yeah. who I think is a real great talent. I really do. Yeah. And I was looking. And so I'm looking and I'm seeing last year, Colby played in 10 games. He had 367 yards and 10 catches, right? 11 point. Mm-hmm five yard average right yep. and then x so that was 10 games right x had 240 yards in seven games only remember he had the he yep. had broken his foot or whatever he did whatever the metatarsal i think he said yeah, missed a lot of time early in the year yeah he missed a lot of and and he had 21 catches as opposed to 32 for 240 yards for 11.4 yards like the exact same kind of thing yeah just so you know um in seven games, I, I, I mean, if you make me say one, I would have to say Colby because I, I, if they really yeah. are gonna, if they're really gonna stretch the field and go vertical, uh, how can you? You got to go to the big guy. He has really nice hands. He's, you know, I, I I'm very excited about him. I know? think it's Colby too. I've I've pointed it out a lot. Like he was awesome for two weeks when Tyler Van Dyke was out there basically um you know he kind of came on it was like the end of the North Carolina game right he has three catches for 43 yards and a touchdown in that game um then the next week they go to Virginia Tech and he goes off nine catches 101 yards and a touchdown um and then the Duke game he had one he had a long touchdown catch from Jake Garcia in that game but that's obviously the last really the last time we see Tyler that year and he has six catches for 127 yards and two touchdowns and yeah, then, that's a good, really good point. Yeah. And then the rest of the oh. year, he has less than 100 receiving yards total. So, yeah. like, he was oh. he was legitimately great when Tyler was out there. Um, if Tyler, like, they have a relationship, like, obviously, we all talk about the Tyler Restrepo relationship, which is right. real. Like, that's why I think there's no doubt that he's going to lead the team in catches if he stays healthy. Um, Tyler likes to throw to those slot guys. Xavier Restrepo is that's like his wheelhouse. But Tyler has a real connection with Colby Young, at least. In a very small sample size, we saw him have a like a like what he had with Charleston Rambo. I've compared paired them; they're very different players, but the way that he would just trust Charleston Rambo to win his one-on-one matchups on the outside, he's the same with Colby. I mean, I I, I agree. I I think he has the best connection with Xavier. Yes, personally, but I but um, if how can you know how can we not say Colby if they're really going to go vertical? If they really have a good offensive line, if they really have a really good good running back core, which I think they do, I think their running backs are better mm-hmm. in every way. I, I, you know, and I think they're gonna. I actually think they're gonna run more yeah. and be better at running, and I think that's gonna it's gonna make it harder for defenses. And then um, they're gonna be, they're gonna be able to 
toss some long balls. Yeah. So. I guess the X factor here would be Jacoby George, who's like the kind of combination of the two, right? Yeah. Where he's can play both in the middle and on the outside. So um, and, and they'll put in, I think they're gonna at times, like I'm I'm we're not really sure they're I don't think their tight ends are in good shape right now physically, mm-hmm. um, or re- totally ready. So I think they will uh maybe have extra receivers or yeah. maybe an extra blocking, believe it or not, a lineman. They did that last year with Inez Cooper before he became the guard. So I think they're something... gonna do they're gonna have a lineman like as a tight end kind of thing, yeah. blocking, whatever. So anyway, go ahead. Um uh the flip side of this is the position group that we've both kind of raved about over the last couple of weeks. Defensive line. Um yeah. who do you think leads this team in sacks? Okay, I think Akeem Mesador, who has seven he's probably the favorite, right? Akeem. Well, yeah. Yeah, he had seven last year. If he's healthy, he's had some injury issues even in fall, but if he really is healthy, like Lance Guidry said he is, mm-hmm. but who knows? Um, I think he, he had seven sacks last year. Yeah, he was really good. Now, now I understand Nigel Kelly is the other one, okay? Uh, you're very young. I was looking at his stuff, and he had four sacks last year. The other guy had seven. I mean – it could put it could be Nigelique that rave about him, but I have to go with Akeem. And also, by the way, I, the forgotten man here is Jafari Harvey, okay, who had seven and a half tackles for loss and five and a half sacks last year. Like everybody, mm-hmm. everybody's I don't know yeah. is he hell? He, I think he's healthy. I don't know. He had shoulder yeah. surgery, yeah. But so I think I, I I'm going to go with Akeem and then Nigelique and slash Jafari. What about you? Uh, uh, to be fun, I'll say Nigelique Kelly. Um, okay. they're, they're really high on him, obviously. Yeah. Um, Ruben Bain, any shot? Um, wow. Wow. Wouldn't that be something? It, I, would, be. I, it would be, I mean, maybe, Hey, what the hell? Maybe it's Ruben, but I, I'd have to, I, I'm not going to say no, but yeah. I'm not going to say yes. Either. That- that what? question trans- transitions us nicely to the last one I had on this list is okay. how many freshmen start a game for Miami this year? Ooh, I forgot that one. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that one. Just start it all, right? At yeah, any- one game. Start one game. Wait, it has to be one together? Oh, just to let Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like- okay, uh-oh. Okay, who do we got? We got Ruben Bain, uh, Malagoa. Yeah, no, no right. Malagoa is the one uh, who's going to start. Ruben Bain, Malagoa. Um, Damari Brown, cornerback. Um, my mom, my mom, my mom. Ray Ray. Um, I don't know. Is Ray Ray going to start? They might. They might start with. I don't know. The, okay, let's just say Ray Ray Ford. Who was the fifth one? Who was the fifth one? Um. Uh, oh, oh my God, Mark Fletcher. Five. Uh, I'm gonna say, oh, and and the punter is a freshman. Oh, right, I wasn't and thinking by, about the punter. Well, yeah. sorry, he counts. Okay, so that's he does. yeah, yeah. Although I'm very worried about him. We don't have much time. We're gonna get bumped off here, but I, I, I'm, I'm worried about the punting. Uh, okay, I just have to say it. No one has really talked about him. They haven't talked about special teams too much. Um, a little worried about that, but special teams is going to be important, especially in the first couple of weeks. But anyway, six. I'm gonna say. Um, is there anybody else on uh, the it- other two? I would say are worth noting are Samson Okunlola, oh, um, um, and Jaden Jaden Wayne's gotten some buzz lately. Oh, too. yeah, that's true. I don't I, think he's. I mean, you you never know with defensive line they rotate, but like they're. I'm gonna go with six. My my guess is six. Uh, six start games because including I'm, the punter. Yes. 
Yeah. Because I'm not sure about Okunlola. It depends how healthy. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. I don't think I'm not. What about you? What I'll you say think? five. Um, I agree. I mean, Malagoa. Bain, five is safe. Five is safe. <laughs> Malagoa, Bain. Well, you you took six. Damari. Malagoa, oh. Bain, Damari. Um, and Fletcher. Those are those are my guesses for guys who's freshman who start at some point this year. I don't know if Ray Ray's going to start. Yeah, but... I think there might be a little, like, you know, they got slot guys, right? Like, is he ever going to start yeah. over for Sean? Again, yeah. wide receivers rotate. It's, like, now one for one thing, but. You're right. You're not counting the punter? And the punter. Okay, so that's that's fine. The punter is, like, a given because I they don't have another punter. Dylan Joyce from Australia, yeah. who we have not talked to, which I, is kind of interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, that was fun. Uh, I'm excited yeah, for college football season. Uh, I'm excited to watch uh, the Gators tonight. Their first road non-conference game outside the state of Florida since 1991 when Against they went up to the Carrier Day Dome Yay. and lost to the Orange Men. So, oh my God, I couldn't stand, <laughs> no offense, but I couldn't stand covering games in the Carrier Dome, even though even though we were really low down. Yeah. Too, too, too loud. We were like right in the crowd too, yeah. too much. Yeah. Um, all right. You can follow Susan on Twitter at S Miller Degnan. Follow me on Twitter at DB Wilson too. We will both be at Hard Rock Stadium on Friday night. So be sure to check us out there and check out the Miami Herald. Uh, and it is football season. Uh, I hope you guys all enjoy it. And we'll talk to you guys next week.